How to find a soulmate client, even if it's your lowest ticket offer or your highest ticket offer, how to get them in at every single price point so that you have clients in all of your programs that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with you. You are amazing. Okay. This episode's going to get really real. So let's dive in. You are your ideal client, your soulmate client. If you are attracting annoying people, broke people, scarcity-minded people, people that you just don't, maybe you don't vibe with that much, energetically, there's something off with you that you're not accepting about yourself. The reason is because if you look at different coaches, entrepreneurs, groups of people, people who buy from Starbucks versus buy from Dunkin', who go to Walmart, who go to Target, people attract like people. You attract people based on your energy, who you are. And so you are attracting your customers. You are just like you attract your friends, your partner, whoever. So if you want an up-leveled version of a client, you need to up-level yourself. And maybe you need to hear this listening right now. If you have any annoying clients, clients that you're just like, God, what the heck? It's a you problem, not a them problem. And when you realize this, that it's you and your energy, you are going to radically change your life and start attracting better clients or clients that you are aligned with, okay? So what areas of your life do you need to up-level? If your clients aren't taking action, are you taking action? If your clients aren't taking action, are you hand-holding and enabling? If your clients aren't investing in, in you, are you investing in you? And what's your relationship like with money? These, these things are what is affecting your business. Because if you look at different entrepreneurs, you'll see that their, their customers are, in general, pretty similar to the person leading them. Like I said, people that shop at Dunkin' are a specific type of customer, typically. The vast majority, now that's not everyone, right? But the vast majority are are, are Duncan Buyer. They have similar characteristics. Same thing with Starbucks, okay? So you have to recognize this, that you are a brand. You're a personal brand. And so whatever you're embodying, whether you like it or you don't like it, that's what you're going to attract. And the minute I realized this and recalibrated myself, I was like, oh, shit, this is my fault, And you take a radical responsibility, you're like, okay, well, what can I change? What can I do? And it's easy. And it could be as simple as that. Just a simple shift. And you start attracting better people. The other part of this is look at, number one, the aesthetics of your content. And so if you have just bad, ugly aesthetics, you aren't going to attract people that want like a luxury type of brand. You're not. People get a feeling and an energy from your content. That's the first thing. The other part is look at the words that you're using in your content. If you're using things like, do you struggle with being broke? Okay, well, then you're going to attract people that are broke. Unless those are the people that you want to serve, right? So it's like, who are you serving? And then look at the language that you're using and does that match? So... For example, I'll speak for myself. When I first started, I felt like I was attracting 
only get rich quick people. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, like that's not a thing. Like you can make a lot of money and making money is easy. But like I was attracting people that didn't want to work or take action and had all of these personal issues going on in their lives. And I was like, oh shit, I need to check myself because number one, my marketing and my messaging and the aesthetics of my profile are clearly attracting these people. And also I am being that person. This is why I say these are the two biggest things. It's not like people are just like, frolicking around on social media and they just find you like energetically in the universe you are attracting them and your the algorithm is also pushing out like content because it wants you to build your community on social media so that you stay on social media picking out and putting down so where can you use in your content and and copy more empowering language that's like attracting baller clients that's attracting people that you're like oh my god you are amazing. And so I started posting content that was like, having a big ass business requires a lot of work, requires to make big moves, requires you to invest, requires you to take ownership of your, of your life, take care of your, your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health. And then I started attracting people that were already successful, that were already healthy, that already had everything they needed and they wanted to invest in me and themselves not that they need it to, and they were coming from a lack standpoint, right? So this, this is the, this is the big thing. And this episode's going to be short. I'm going to cut it off here soon. This is so important. And I want you to save this episode forever and ever bookmark it, save it, whatever, put it in your notepad, keep it because this is an episode that you want to listen to over and over again, as you scale to wherever you're scaling to the half million, the million dollar mark. This is something that you want to recalibrate with always. Am I attracting the people that I really want to work with? And then, then how can I take radical ownership of who I'm attracting? And whether it's a $2 offer or a $200,000 offer, it's all the same. Who is it for? What are the results? And what type of client would I love to be in this? And then speak to that person in your messaging. Speak specifically to that person. Okay. This episode was so good and so juicy. I'm in the south of Portugal and it's just beautiful and I'm so excited to see how this lands for you and how you integrate this in your business. Okay, talk to you soon.